Hello. Uh, Hi. Rosa, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm a fucking mess. One, two, The Downside. The Downside. With John Marco Cerezi. Oh, that's the first time I heard it. That's the first time you heard yeah, it. He, didn't have, he didn't have headphones last time. And I was like, why aren't you dancing? We have a fucking song. Um, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm. Uh, you know what? I, I, when I was coming up with podcast ideas, it took me about three years to figure out a podcast about negativity, the downside. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should explain it every couple episodes in the beginning. This is a podcast about a cynicism and finding the, the dark sides to all the silver linings. And because I felt like that's the only way, that's the only mood I'm going to be able to conjure up on a regular basis yeah and one of my podcast ideas before this it was it was called comedy book club and i was going to have guests on and i would read their favorite book in advance oh my god of each podcast i thank god i have friends in my life who are like joe marco you're gonna read a book <laughs> i'm gonna read a, a book i said because i and i wanted to do it because i don't read enough it's I always one say. podcast every six months <laughs> Like, feel like I read the back of the book and we have a full discussion. Yeah. Uh, and now this podcast, we have articles for now. I barely get through the articles. Yeah. You come and you you say details that I'm like, wait, when, when was yeah. that in the article? I, no, I just read the headline this week. So. Good, good. It's not like you had a two hour train ride to get here today, <laughs> Russell. Thank God I said 2 p.m. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm okay. This was a uh, I my album of my yeah, Amazon special shelf life is on Pandora. It's hard to promote because I really promoted the shit out of that Amazon yeah. special, and it's hard to be like, hey guys, I, we we you know what I did? We took away the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big news! Yeah, <laughs> big news! You can now listen to it with commercials on Pandora. And uh, one thing I, I wanted your advice on, I, I only realized this recently. They, they were coming up with a press release for for the, the album, and they uh, compared me, and I've been compared often to, like, an Italian Woody Allen. Constantly. I'm, I have reviews from old plays. I don't have who, a lot of reviews who about Who are me. the people? If they, it's just what they go to. They go to Woody Allen. I think it's because I, I, I stutter. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm Jewish. I think it's really more of just like and... it's the neuroses. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. I um. Uh, yeah. So what I don't know. So the PR person wrote this. Okay. I wait. I, the P, your PR person not my described it was the PR person uh, involved with the album okay. uh, release, and it was a really it was a really thoughtful. It was clear they had listened to it, which felt nice. That's okay. But they said something. Uh, it was like he's like uh, Woody Allen after a, a couple mochaccinos. What are mochaccinos? Yeah, like a like a coffee drink. Yeah, okay. So like a, a caffeinated sweet coffee drink. Yeah, a sweet coffee drink. And I was like, I I liked it, and I listened to early Woody Allen, and he, uh, there's it, we're not the same comedian. He's much he's much smarter than he had no. Like, I'm concerned pussy that jokes. your PR person was like, this will get people <laughs> like <laughs> well, right wrote, now in this back. moment. He said, I said, hey, this is great, but the documentary is coming out yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the middle of the documentary. Did you watch it? Um, I did not watch it. There's a one episode out, right? One episode, yeah. Yeah. The worst part in the beginning, they show a montage of these <laughs> Woody Allen movies, and I kept thinking, like, oh fuck, I got to see that one still. Oh. Like it was like a little bit of a trailer of yeah, a lot of great great movies. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I'm not a big Woody Allen person. I'm not either. I'm it seems not, like you are. Well, I get compared a lot, and I think I think they mean it as a as a compliment. He uh-huh. was beloved. Um, but I just don't know whether I need to tell people, hey, don't bring that up, or like more specific, like Woody Allen with an asterisk, and it's like before yeah, yeah, yeah. the accusations. Yeah. A young Woody Allen. Yeah. 
All right. Well, look. <laughs> I, I, there's something you're like. You're like. Are we recording this? Then I'm not going to share any more thoughts about this. Um, I, uh, no, I don't. I don't have that many. It is kind of depressing. Don't have Woody Allen's marriage is, is doing pretty well. That's that's the kind of sad part. Is his relationship is. How lasting. do you know that? Well, because they're still married. Oh, but that doesn't mean it's going well. You think it's a miserable marriage? No, I'm. I, I could be fine. I'm just saying we have no. We have no idea how their sure, marriage is. Sure, you know, hey, that would be that would be a bombshell. Soon, Yig is at the end of the documentary, being <laughs> like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah, I finally I watched the documentary and I realized, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So we got to bring on our guest, and I, I have a thing that I want to bring her on with because she uh, she runs a fantastic uh, podcast that I've been on called Love About Town. Um. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the the amazing Kenise Mobley. But I will say this, and then and then I'll, I'm going to bring her on. It's very exciting. She's been here the whole time. It's a very yeah, weird thing. It is like I, I, I kept looking are, to I kept engage. Her to be like, hi, like, isn't this funny? And I was looking, was she laughing? Yeah. Great. Um, so uh, I have this problem. And uh, uh, so there's someone uh, from L.A. She's uh, visiting New York. We had uh, relations once a long time ago. Who? And uh, oh, you I don't, don't know. No oh, she so she was the one that we went to. <laughs> we went to uh, uh, one of our friends place and Douglas, our good friend, ended up talking to her the whole night. And I kind of let Douglas do the whole like date part. Oh, and then so bottom line is we were friends. We hooked up once uh-huh. and she's back in town and she said, do you want to hang out? And it'd be great to get drinks with this person. But unfortunately, I have fortunately. the pesky girlfriend, and so I'm, oh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to meet up with her to hook up. But I don't want to be so presumptuous to assume because we hooked up once that means her hanging out. Yeah. I don't want to be like, hey, I- I'm worried. I'm going to text. Hey, I'd love to hang out. Just so you know, nothing below the waist. <laughs> So with I, that, I want to bring on, maybe to help me out with this, and then we're going to interview her. She is so funny. She is fantastic. We've done uh, some crazy gigs together, and uh, she just had a very, it's a rare, it was a t- the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon in the middle of the pandemic. I think there's like three comedians who have done it yeah. total. Please, a welcome. Hello, Kenise Mobley. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you for <laughs> sitting through that. You're so great. How are you? Um, I'm doing all right. It's raining. I hate it when it rains. So it's just mm. me in my apartment. Good. Sean. That's a good, then that's, we encourage you, please complain and be negative, but first help me out. What do okay. I do to hang out with this person to not seem presumptuous? Yeah. Don't seem presumptuous. Uh, although after you guys slept together, did you maintain a friendship relationship? Have you guys hung out without sex since you had sex? No, we maintained a uh, hey, I'm in LA. You're in LA, and then we never hung out. So, uh, not not we definitely have not hung out without sex. Okay, well then you need to casually drop into the conversation that you have a girlfriend. Mm, I'll be just like, like via text, just be like, hey, uh, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I I'm gonna have to be coming from this part of town because this is where my girlfriend is. Something chill. Not that's good. Like, don't do the thing which happens to me. It's very frustrating when this happens where I am just generally talking to a man and he's like, Oh, just so you know, I have a girlfriend. Yes. No, that's the worst. I'm truly not trying to fuck you by asking you directions. I am not. I promise. Uh, I, I mean, you're, you're great. And I think you deserve whatever life gives you, but I am not trying to fuck you right now. You know? Oh, I think Um, that would be funny. Like a a waitress takes my order. I'm like, Hey, 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 whoa, just so you know, before I give you this order. (laughs) Oh my God. I have a girlfriend. I had a friend, I had a friend once, uh, we were at a, 
a bar. We were very young. We were like 21, 22. And it was like there was beer, this Molson beer. I think for a while they had like sayings on their um, their beer that were like, you're looking good or like, like cutie patootie, like things like that. And he was drunk and he was like... <sighs> Oh, man, this waitress, she just keeps bringing me special. Like he thought she was trying to send him messages oh with the God. beer. And I was like, I can assure you she <laughs> is not. But he was like, he was like so convinced that she was like communicating with him uh, with the beer labels. And I was like, oh, my friend, oh no, my she is not. That woman is just grabbing it and like throwing it on a table. Like she's not like mm, cutie patootie. Uh, yeah. I just want to be friends. Get the fuck away from me. Cutie patootie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, I want right. to see him at a strip club. I want to see his friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how much he's like, no, you guys don't understand. She likes no, It's me. different like, with me. It's connected. different. There, there is that effect. There's there's this effect. I, 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 I went uh, around Europe when I was like 21 and I went to a strip club. I'm not a strip club guy. It's too expensive. Way too expensive <laughs> for me to like adult. But there is the thought that you have, you know, the cliche that that the guy thinks a stripper likes them. But I go to that second level of delusion where I'm like, she and I both know this is a game. We both understand, you know, she's flirting. I'm doing the thing underneath that word. We get it. We kind of have a little thing. It's like, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> yeah. Have, uh, have you been, have you been to a strip club? I have, I've been to several strip clubs. And uh, was it, was it fun? Yeah, it was. Uh, I similarly, I am, I would not call myself a cheap person, but I do, uh, to me, there are certain value associated with some experiences. The amount that you're expected to pay at a strip club doesn't, for me, match the wild. experience that you're getting out. No, I think it's all. worthwhile, but it's not, like, if it was like a, oh, I'm going to spend uh, 45 to $80 on this, then I'd be like, yes, it's exactly that much. Mm. That, it's a fun night, it's a story, whatever. But I spent, like... Two hundred dollars, yep. and I was like, "There's no. and the ATM, the ATM yeah. usually." I went to one; the ATM fee was ten dollars. No. Yes, ten dollars. <laughs> I had a really uh, traumatic um, first time at a strip club what when happened? I was eighteen. Um, it was like my friends and I all turned eighteen, and we we're like, "We're going to go to the strip club," and we went down. We from from upstate New York, and we went down to like Binghamton, which is like the bigger area from where I live. And Binghamton. we were. It was on a Monday night in the summer, and uh, we were driving around, and we Monday we couldn't find club. the strip club. It was like before, you know, it's like Monday night we, at Caroline's we, Comedy Club. We, you know, you're yeah. gonna see some we, of the best find, in the city. We couldn't find the strip club, so we stopped at like a really seedy gas station, and we like went in. We're like this 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 clerk will know where this the strip club is, and we asked him, and he's like, he was this old guy, and he's like, he's like. He's like, oh, strip clubs are closed on Mondays. He's like, boys, there's only one strip club open uh, on, on Monday night. It's called Pleasure Palace, and you don't want to go there. And we're like, oh, we're like, oh, no. Like, come on, we're going to go to the strip club. So we like, we go, we go, we go, we go. We're still, can't really find it. We see, we find the other ones. They are definitely close. We see uh, this guy standing outside we ask him, does he know where Pleasure Palace is? Mm. And he was like, he's like, yeah, it's, it's right down there on the right. He goes, but boys, you don't want to go there. <laughs> he was like, he was like, and we were like, no, 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 we're going to go. So we get to Pleasure Palace. It's one of those places that has a porn store in the front. And then you go through the back. And so we're in the porn store. They, we pay the cover, whatever it is. We go through the doors and it is definitely was a movie theater at one point, but like a tiny movie theater that could fit like 20 people in it. Uh -huh. Like a porn movie theater. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely. I, I can't believe in my years of, of, I hadn't put that together, but yes. So, um, 
there is no one there's no one on stage there's no lights um like coming down it's like bright light and they like oh like like it's like like a light came on and the bartender and then the strippers that were like sitting around the bar were like oh shit and like everyone was like gotta get up and like and so the lights hadn't been going there had been no thing it was just like this kind of light on in that room and uh so they're like you can sit there and there's like a bench like like old, old church pew uh-huh. bench kind of and and not even seats and we sat down and um they came out and you know it, it's what we you know what we were being advertised it was not great <laughs> and um and one was pregnant whatever you know like that's how, fine how, how many i want to be supportive anyone can do whatever they want to do <laughs> how many months i mean enough that it was you really got to tip that stripper you're like fuck it, i got a tip for two i want to say over four under seven months somewhere in there and um uh so so that's all fine i mean it's not great but it's fine (laughs) and i love a bunch of progressives being like it's great no all the strippers are eight months pregnant everyone great it's great support this listen no it's all great it's all fine i'm supporting everything that was happening the the issue is belly in your stomach the issue is the woman who is doing the first dance she comes she's doing her dance and uh, I remember it was a Beyonce song and she comes out into the crowd and there's only, we're the only crowd and uh, she's like, wants to do lap dance. And so my first friend, he's there and she's like, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to do lap dance. I have a girlfriend. She's like, I really respect that. Goes to the second friend. He's like, he's like, yeah, sorry, I actually have a girlfriend too. And she's like, she goes, you're a good guy. Then she gets to me, and I did have a girlfriend at the time. And I said, I have a girlfriend too. She goes, fuck you. She goes, you fuck you, fat ass. And I was like, I was, I was like, oh. And then she goes, she goes, you see that sign? And she points to a sign that says, we want money, 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 money. And I was like, yeah. She goes, you want? What does that sign mean to you, fat boy? And she just screaming at me, screaming at me. And I done the same exact excuse my friends had done and then uh, she I, she goes back and she starts screaming to the other strippers that we're cheap assholes and don't dance for the fat boy and she's screaming and and we were like oh, what do we do what do we do we paid the cover we paid you know it was awful it was awful and um that's so do you think she just didn't buy she bought it from she did not she believe like, that i was the fat kid a had a girlfriend <laughs> no, she did not believe me but it was just so funny how she was like she's like that you're a really good guy to the other two <laughs> just like i really respect that um uh. now uh uh Kenise, you 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 have a podcast uh, you're on a pod you have a podcast on the network i think this podcast yes. is going to be on. Yes. Would you? Is it? It's a, it's a sex positive. Is it a, a sexually positive? I went on and it was it was very much like I felt like you and and your co-host's name is Rohan. Rohan, what's his last name? Padye. Rohan Padye. Like it felt like you you were the you like dating you like meeting people and he was he was uh, I, I'm not so sure he was he, he was yeah, he's kind of sex negative he's like more prudish than me yeah and I agree with him I think he's right <laughs> I'm very sex negative. <laughs> Is it is it is it strange? Do you ever go on that podcast? And you're like, I don't want to talk about sex today. So I mean, sometimes, and when we do, we really focus on the relationship, like etiquette, feelings, empathy side of it. Uh, but sometimes it's like, no, it's uh, it's going to be all sex. Is it today. challenging? Because now I'm dating someone, and normally before this, at least podcast stand up, I talk about my family kind of at will. I feel like the punishment for the way they raised me was I'm gonna t- I'm gonna shoot my mouth off. But now I'm seeing someone. And unfortunately, I, I, I care about her feelings. And 
I find myself with new challenges of like, mm, I don't know if I can share this. I don't know if I can share that. Uh, do, is the, do, you, do you ever have that struggle? Uh, given that I never have a boyfriend, mm. no, I don't. I date people, but by the time, like, if there's like a three week uh, delay in, from when we record normally to when the podcast comes out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, by that time they're often gone. <laughs> so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Have you ever had a person listen to the pod and say, "Hey, what the fuck was that?" No. No. <laughs> Not- not once. I've had people listen to the pod and they'll hear what I said about some dude three weeks ago and be like, that's funny. And I'm like, I think so too. Do, do they ever like find out like, oh, okay, so Kanice does not like that. <laughs> oh, Kanice is a big fan of this. Okay. If if they had, if they had been doing their research, it is not evident in their actions is how I'll put that. Oh, I see. So, so, t- so you're, you're, uh, you date a lot. Have you been dating this, this yeah, past I was year? Gonna, I was going to ask, I was, was this, I've yeah. I've been dating as much as I was before. Really? Even like at the start of the pandemic, did you spend a month no, off? No, so not at, at the start of the pandemic. <laughs> I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> no, March 28th, I was out there on the, no, I was. <laughs> oh God, I thought that was real. I was like, Kenisa, that's so pretty She's bad. like, they said two weeks. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, I think I started like going on outdoor and I've all my dates have been outdoor until we like get comfortable with each other or whatever. But uh, I think I started going on outdoor walk dates in, I want to say May, but since May I have been dating. Yeah. There was that beginning. I saw friends that we'd be, we'd be outside six feet apart and looking back on that era and thinking the way we behave now, just I'm sharing hummus. The moment we I mean meet. we're sitting in a room together. That's true. So do you do you you enjoy dating or what are the downsides of, of dating in New York City? Oh wow. So that is a huge question. Uh downsides of dating in New York City. Okay, so the both the best people in the world live here and the worst people in the world live here. Mm. So like whatever your idea of best person is, a version of that exists in New York. And you never ha- like you can always be like, sorry, I'm waiting for this best thing. So you can always be like looking around trying to level up because that level exists here. Uh, mm. So that I would say is a downside. So sometimes when you're dating people, you're like, oh, you are trying to level up. I see I see that, that what is happening here. Ah, and you're never going to be like a committed person because for you there exists a perfect person and like you just want to try to slowly get there by fucking your way up the ladder maybe? I'm not really sure. but Ooh, yeah. fucking, I've never tried that. Fucking my way up the ladder. Now, which dating More app- men should fuck their way up the uh-huh. ladder. That would represent that equality has taken place, that women are at the top of the ladder, and that you've got to fuck your way up it. So honestly, that's the future I want. Which dating apps are you on? So I am on OkCupid and I'm on Hinge. That's so interesting. I thought OkCupid like, had died a slow death. Everyone thinks that, yes. Uh, so I am on OkCupid because you can it allows you to search very specifically, and you can filter out people in a way that's much easier than filtering out people on Tinder or on like. Bumble what do you filter people. out? So like I filter out all conservatives. Like all I don't conservatives. Wanna, I don't want you to even see me as an option. Yeah. You're like, have you ever fucked a conservative? I have a friend. She, she's she's very very strident with her liberal beliefs, and she started fucking a Trump supporter, and I am so pissed at her. Who? And uh, it's uh, my friend. I'll oh, leave that up. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's she she I I I'm I'm like stunned. I'm it's yeah. just the way she like she said I found out he was a conservative and I'm like, oh that's so shitty. And then I talked to her again, she's like, I fucked him, the dick is so good. I was like, Are you out of your mind? I'm sorry, they don't deserve that's your crazy. orgasms. They don't deserve it. 
They vote against your interests. They don't deserve to come. Don't fuck them. That's that's it. Have you ever? Have you ever fucked someone found out later like, oh, you're a you see the Trump hat like while you're on top, you're like finally got enough height to see yeah. the hat. Oh, no, I can see the hats. Um, no, I will say my high school boyfriend was a Republican, but that was during the Bush years. Also not mm. great, but he was all like fiscal, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, sure, sure whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then since then, no, no Republicans of any kind. OK, so no conservatives. What else no is on the no? Uh, also, no, like when I'm searching, I like people who the one thing I like about OkCupid is that they give you like match percentages. So you answer a bunch of questions and you can say this person is a 90% match, this person is a 60% match, whatever. I don't talk to anyone who's below a 75% match with me. Unless like if they're like the thing that I think about when I <clears throat> masturbate and they like that's that person and they're like, oh, I'm here, then okay, we can <laughs> but like then you let it dip that. to what? How low do you let it dip? Do you have a number where you're like, all right. To like 60, but like 50, the reason why it's 50 is because they like answered, no, I don't think women deserve the yeah. right to vote. Like <laughs> yeah. that's why it's 50. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, no, it's got to get high match percentages. That should be, there should be some questions that are a full, get them out. Yeah. Like there's there's a couple like I get like you you have differences like you know you like Woody Allen or you don't like Woody Allen movies <laughs> but then there's like a you don't think women should vote it's like well that's a different yeah. that should be a parlor <laughs> dating app yeah so uh, no Bumble no Bumble Bumble was a little too white for me like when I looked really? at it, it was like it was very not like if it, should, it if it happened to be a lot of white people you know you guys are allowed um, I accept that you're there <laughs> thank you but, I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. But like a certain type of white where it's like, oh, you all went to the same yeah. college. Oh, you all were at the same wedding. Oh, yeah. you all like no, that's weird. live this life. And then like conversely, look. So Rohan lets me swipe for him or he's now dating someone, but he used to let me swipe for him. And I would look at his Bumble and it was all these women who were like, all look kind of the same, all have the same beach wave, like mid chest length hair who wear like that same kind of hat because it's like oh it's fall vibes or whatever like that sort of person and i want them to be able to find each other i do but i'm not either of those people so no thank you yeah um i i when i was on the dating apps something that i thought was interesting was go, getting on i was i it was only on t- on tinder met and, his wife on tinder yeah and uh oh, congrats. but uh uh they're getting divorced no um so we so i would i one time was using it and then i went home i went like upstate for the weekend and like went on there and it was like when i it was like noticing like oh it's so different depending on where you are like it was just an interesting little experiment of what, like, what was different about it uh, the quality i mean like in new york in new york it was like you know people that i would never end up meeting or talking to or blah, blah, blah. But it was just like, and you, you could just keep scrolling and scrolling and scroll. It was endless, you know? And in upstate, it was like, here's seven, (laughs) seven women, seven women you went to middle school with. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and like, and like they're on their second divorce, like they'd already been like, so it was just like, and, and, it was funny because when I got back to New York, I like went on and I was like looking and I was like, oh, what's going on tonight? And then I was like, I realized that my setting was still upstate and I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, oh, okay. I tried that once. I was starting to, to tour more and I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It was the oh. first time I ever like swiped and it went like, we've run out. And I had to extend my radius to North Carolina too. And it's just, it was uh, now. Are you are you on Raya? You can. I mean, now that you've been on the Tonight Show, I imagine Raya invites are pouring in your inbox. Please uh, get on Raya. Uh, Date they, Pete Davidson. Uh, rude. I don't want to fuck any. 
I don't want a fucking influencer or a DJ right now. That's just like not where my head's at. Also, they have a history of being like pretty racist and like, okay, ageist as well. So like, I am not 22 years old. I'm not a white woman with like long blonde hair who just loves Coachella. So like, <laughs> I just don't think that's the place for me. We had a friend who saw Deborah Messing on Raya. Deborah um, Messing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's she's well, quite she was old. on she's Ron Raya, according to our friend. For her. Yeah, Pete, that, that that sounds like a that's one where she dated Pete Davidson. That's the one where you'd be like, "Are you serious, Deborah Messing and Pete Davidson?" And she was be like, "I fucking he love him." Dated people where you're like, "What? He dated Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, he must be the greatest." conversationalist in the entire He's world. He's have a 10 inch dick. What are you talking about? His dick must be <laughs> But he has like he has friends though too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like John Mulaney likes him. I don't know. Yes. I think you even know? even if you're straight, you see a guy with a big dick, you're like that's okay. I, that's what that's, that's that's the alpha male. I think yeah. you you'll gravitate towards it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, that's what happened. He had a meeting with Judd Apatow. He pulled his pants down. Yeah. Judd was like, I will make him a second. And that's how it happened. You truly are the king. Yeah. I um well, okay, so you just did did the Tonight Show. Was this this was I imagine as a stand-up comedian, this is a big dream to be on yeah, the Tonight I, Show. But the circumstances are are very challenging. I mean, it's you you recorded it at New York Comedy Club on a roof. It I was imagine twenty five degrees outside. Oh my god. And I imagine you didn't have the kind of uh, uh, regular stage time leading up to it that you would you would have wanted ideally. Like when you first got it or found out, like was there a part of you being like, oh, I, were you nervous? I was nervous. It was just an issue where because they just say, okay, we would like you to be on the Tonight Show. You have got to film it, edit it, produce it, all that stuff, and then send oh, us a file. Man. Like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. And they're like, yeah, we want that in a couple of weeks. So it's like, okay, okay. So I've got like, I thankfully I know some production people, and it was like, okay, so we've got to pull production together, da 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 da. And I like organized with different locations, like, okay, so we're gonna do here, 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 here. Um, so it was. I don't think I had as much time to be nervous about the comedy because I was thinking too much about the logistics of making it happen. Did you? Uh, did they give you enough to? produce it did you did you operate at a loss for this i did not operate at a loss so i feel lucky that it that's fantastic but I, I i am right on the line <laughs> like i yeah. like i made money from that yeah and your comedy club helped out they they helped set the thing up yeah well actually i so a friend of mine has a show at new york comedy club on saturday afternoons ah. and so i was like i reached out to him directly and then through my management they're like oh we're also talking to the owners of the club so it was like from both ends how long of a set did you do on the actual show so i did three shows i did each of the sets ended up being like seven minutes where i did the stuff that was allowed on tv and then i did the jokes that i like more which are uh -huh more my speed like raunchy silly dirty jokes so you did all three in one day yes okay and you had to it's okay good 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 i i, I just remember caitlin palufo when she was getting ready for her colbert she had like an outfit that really fit the material she was doing they wanted her to wear like a certain kind of jacket because it was yeah. like it was like you know so she could make the jokes about uh, uh yeah and we she was recording audition tapes in the summer and we did this one show the ac was broken it was so hot and she had to put on this jacket just to look <laughs> right and she's sweating but she had to yeah, and it's just it's just it's very hard it's it's like all these late night sets preparing for them they have to be so exact so precise you just it's hard to keep the magic of a live stand up show while you're doing it. so that's so the final did you use a mix of the three shows or was it mostly just one 
It was mostly just one. It was mostly the first show. A bunch of my friends came to that show. It was outside. I bought them all like little heating pads because I was like, it's so cold. I had to like sit there and like hold like towels under my eyes to get all the water out and then go do the set. And then my hands lost feeling. And then I had to like wipe tears away because my eyes water when it gets cold. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. My mom does that. When the wind blows, she starts crying. I'm like, mom, are you okay? (laughs) It's like, like, no, it's just windy. Yeah. So it was a lot of that. Um, But it was overall, I'd say stressful, but it was fun. I'm happy I did it. I'm happy that it turned out. Okay. Great. And uh, I do want to use that because we did, we did a gig together, and I would say it's one of the worst five gigs I've ever done. <laughs> it's not the bottom, and I think it's not the bottom because I had a, a fellow comedian there. That helps. That helps. The bombs are fun if you're with other comedians. Yes. But when you are alone, there's a true feeling. So thank God you. Uh, I I asked you, and I I'm glad I did it now because you know now I'll need to open for you someday. But you, we did a college gig, and you were kind enough. You you opened for me. You you drove there, and it was I've t- I've told you about this. We did a gig. It was a uh, I forget what college it was, but it was at a cafeteria, and it was a true yes. blue. Some college oh. shows, some college shows are are mediocre, and they're not all the worst thing in the world. But this yeah. was a textbook. It was uh, six p.m. dinner time at a cafeteria where. No show. No one knew a show was happening. No one had any oh, idea. Man. It was the people who were running it barely knew that there was a show happening based on their preparation. I think we talked about it the last. This is the last it was podcast. So bad. Yeah. And it was. I was so glad to have you there because you you had to open. I mean, truly, it's like if you, you could walk into any restaurant in the world <laughs> and just start a show, and yeah. it would be better than what this was. <laughs> and. uh we had one of those dinky little speakers that, frankly, is worse. You might as well just talk. They're so yeah. the quality oh, yeah. is so shitty. Yeah. And uh, how did you feel when you started that? Like, were you just like, "Fuck it, let's let's do it"? I was like, "There is lit- like stakes exist when it could go well." But there is no way that it could go well. So yes. there are no yes. stakes. Yeah. Great point. I was like, you've already paid me. What am I I'm gonna walk around and talk to twenty year olds? At most I'm gonna ask like who masturbates because they're awkward and they'll be like, Oh what <laughs> <laughs> How how long did you do and how long did you do? I think I did like ten minutes. No, but something <laughs> happened in the middle of your set. Do you remember? Yes. Someone came from like another part of the building to be like, You guys gotta turn it down. It's so in the loud. middle of this like fucking nightmare situation they come down we have to pause too loud. the show it's too loud to turn yeah. down the mic because there are people doing work somewhere nearby and they can't have it they can't oh have talking. god and this was the same show where we talked to someone and they said uh oh yeah we're in a stand-up comedy club and i was like did you know about this show and they were like no we had no idea i was like fuck motherfucker this is wait you- did you have a co- like like you obviously someone brought you there. No, did we you, didn't just show did up. You have, we didn't, we're no, show no, no, in this no, cafeteria. No. Someone better pay no, us for this but shit. But I'm like, was there was there like a host? Was there someone standing there being like, uh, like to see if no. you did a good job at all? Like, or you just like there, showed up to the cafeteria? There was like, uh, the the head of like student affairs, uh-huh. which I mean, this is going to be a cruel description, but a lot of a lot of heads of student affairs at colleges, in my experience, Careful. seem to be like people who. <laughs> were not popular in college and who have decided to work there for another 10 years to see if they can figure it out. And there's, I'm sure there's some very nice ones, but there's a lot of ones yeah. where like, this was one of those where they are uh, very awkward. Yeah. Definitely. She was a horse girl. She was a horse yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's also the people that like are RDs 
in college. Yes. And they're like, yeah, same thing. Where you're like, oh, you stay, you went here, and then you're like, I'm gonna run this dorm. What do you mean a horse girl? Horse girl. Horse girls, girls who are into horses, girls who have like ponytails that are too long because they never cut their hair, and like it's always kind of frizzy, and maybe, they wear like dumpy sweaters. Not like this sweater. This was a nice sweater, but like they were dumpy sweaters. Maybe they were weirdly religious in a in, yeah, in, a, in, a, in a way. That's like, oh, that's, you're like yeah. I didn't know about this trope, but like. Do you? She didn't mention a horse, did she? No, 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 no. It's not. It's not about the horses. It's about. It's about. <laughs> it, there, she doesn't actually have to have a horse to be a horse girl. Yeah, it's just the energy like, she's putting like out is horse girl. To everything about her, like I don't remember exactly what she was wearing, but I assume it was khakis, a white shirt, and like a beige sweater. Yes, like, it's, it's something just like where it's like a wash over someone, and you're like, mm-hmm. I don't. Okay, yeah. My, I guess my sister has a horse. And that no, doesn't, she's, that's, she, but she's not, not a horse girl. You can have a horse and not be a horse ownership. girl. No, it's, like, it's something about the hair. A lot of times, it's it's. No, it's, I get it though. I mean, I get why it's horse though. She but, loves kittens, probably. Do you know what yes. I'm saying? She's like a weird relationship with animals where you're like, oh, these people let you around. Like, or these animals don't like challenge. Is you this anyway. is this related to uh, w- w- is it called a cat woman? What are women who own cats like a cat lady, a cat lady, okay, okay. horse a, a girl, lady. and a cat lady? What are the difference? Well, I, I think, think cat lady cool. is, I, I I think that that's an outdated like thing. Well, I that's feel- offensive. You said like it's offensive, but horse girl is no. Not. I'm saying someday horse listen, girl is going to be a slur. In 10 I'm years saying from now, like it's canceled. a weird. There's a weird. Okay, I've said. I think I've said this before to you. Maybe this is just me being crazy. There's a weird thing where we're like dogs are cool and cats are fucking bitches. And you're like, there's a weird misogyny. I think in hating cats so much and being like, and and cat lady is connected to that in a way because there's men. Weird men have weird cats and weird men have weird dogs and like, you know, I don't know. As opposed to horse girl, which is totally free from misogyny no. despite <laughs> having the word girl. It's just newer. It's just Wait, a- so Let me also add to this. So a cat lady is automatically in your head. She is unkempt. She is single. There's something deficient. There's something wrong with her. Yes. She is undesirable and society has left her behind. Yes. It associates cats with that. But now like everyone owns cats. Like I'm allergic to cats. So many of my friends have cats. I'm like, I'm never coming to your place. We're just never going to see each other again. I'm sorry. We're de- you're dead to me. But like cat lady, it's yeah, it's like a sad uh, talk. As opposed to term. horse girl where I'm like, I no, can't wait to horse, fuck the horse girl. I, I will no, say, I banged a horse, horse girl, girl last night. Married. Some horse Some girls, girls are married. Some horse girls are married. <laughs> religious camps <laughs> by somebody okay yes That's and also name. i would say horse girl is a like almost it's a little bit newer like yes. it's so it's like a little bit horse girls from the 90s mm, yeah ladies from like the 50s yes i agree yeah i still think it's problematic i'm gonna stand up for them all right well look this is this has been uh very helpful we're gonna move on to this new segment i uh I, it's called i've got some bad news uh let me find the i hope i hit right button <laughs> nope that's not it I've got some bad, bad news. Bad news. All right, this is I've got some bad news where we take positive seeming headlines and we find the downside. Kanise, did you get a chance to see what I sent? Uh, is it the thing about the ashes? That was one of them, yes. Uh, sure, we'll, st- the we'll start with that when I got the title right here. This was an article I saw it, uh, on a New York Post where I get all my information. It's really good Big for New York Post it, guy. New York Post is is good for comedians because it's just the titles. It's it's like a USA Today. The titles just really say everything you need to riff on. It's crappy, but they give you all the goss. Yeah. 
Um, and the, this title was Man's Kids Fulfill His Dying Wish by Pouring Ashes Down the Bar Drain. So this was a, a family. I, they, they they had accents, so I'm going to assume Irish. That's offensive, but I think they were Irish. Okay. And they uh, their father died, and I guess his wish was to be mixed with a lager. And they, they have a video of it, and they mix the ashes with the lager, like, really close to everyone else's open beers. Very close. And then they mix it, and they pour it down the drain. And it made me sad, because it made me think about death. And I just don't know if that's what I would want to do with my ashes. I don't know if I'd want to, like see my dad go into a beer and then drink beer later i'd always think i'd always see a piece of dust and be you'd like, always think dad? about your dad That'd every nice. time I do. <laughs> what 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 would you want to do with your ashes canise do you have do you have burial thoughts i have burial thoughts it's very it's like a whole it's a whole thing i will get to that one moment i feel like his dream in addition to like being poured down the drain is also to ruin a plumber's day that's just like a mm. thick liquid you're just pouring it down the drain how is that I'm sorry. That's, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. that's where food goes. I'm sorry. I have a lot of rules. Uh, about, like, you're going right to the poop. I mean, like, you know, yeah. we understand when we decompose, eventually we're going to be part of poop. But do we need to go like right there? Yeah. Straight like, to the poop. No, no. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, my burial plans are very specific. I would like. And so, like, if I die during the pandemic, everyone's got to just, like, put my body on ice. I've saved up enough money to pay for this whole thing to happen. Really? So, like, it's fine. That Tonight um, Show, you got a, you got enough from the Tonight Show to get a big slab of ice. No. To bring. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> uh, you got one ice okay, cube. So you're gonna have to frozen, freeze my body until mm. we're able to do this. So, uh, large church. I want it to be a Catholic church. I am not Catholic, but just something about like the grand ornate Catholic church. There is a dance number that is involved. It's like people have black umbrellas as they do the procession outside. It should be raining on that day. So there's like an umbrella dance. My body is loaded into a hearse. It drives down the street. I know that I don't have fans yet, but I would like for if we have to pay extras to line the street for wow. my body to go past, we've got to go to a river. OK, my body's got to be loaded into a boat. I want like Viking style archers to shoot like flaming arrows at my body. And I want it to like explode into fire. I would like for the explosion to be juiced. OK, you need to have dynamite under my body so that it explodes like really, really big and fun. Sounds like and there's going to be some extra funerals after your funeral. Oh. <laughs> from This is like a gender reveal part. Party for your death <laughs> but come on like put it like in, in a like further into the river a little bit further out so like nobody gets hurt in the explosion yeah yeah it's gonna be lovely there's gonna be music i've already chosen the music there's a soundtrack you really you really you chose a soundtrack of course i know what music i want what, what song starts off uh okay uh what a world by rufus wainwright uh-huh that's after so the the dance in the thing is to my chemical romance is Helena. It's not it's very stupid. It's very I like stupid. that. I'm a big fan of that. It's like recreating that music video, right? Oh and then man. Play, as they walk out, there's Bittersweet Symphony by the Verb. Yeah, by there's the Verb. Oh vibe. what a world, uh, by Rufus Rainwright. And then there's one that's like really haunting and sad by Mitski. Um, I think Dreaming Costs Money, my dear, or something. Mm. And that is what I want as the flames die down, the rain hits it, they're all standing on the side, just watching my body fall into the river. That's what I want. Thank wow. God this what if that was this guy's first wish was that entire thing? And then second, <laughs> second if you can't if afford you can't, that, just pour it in a if, fucking beer pour it down the fucking drain you can't find the funds um what do you want to do 
I think uh, I definitely want to be cremated, I think. Um, and I like the idea of there's a, a tradition on uh, in New Orleans, in Mardi Gras, uh, for people to march down to the, the river and to throw in their, their loved one's ashes mm. on, on a specific day. Um, you better die in New Orleans, because that's a lot of money to <laughs> share. Well, no, you could burn me wherever and then bring it there. Yeah, I know. guess that's just a carry on. Um, but I don't know. I haven't decided. Uh, and I, but I think, uh, I guess this is the, this could be the record of, of what it no, is in, if I, I die. I, so, uh, I do want to be burned, um, and then put my ashes somewhere. I don't keep them in the house. Don't, that's a very strange thing people do. <laughs> you know and, what have, I want? and everyone's like, oh, that's, you know, and you're, it, it, uh, my parents have, dead dogs in in like in I have, like in I have like, my childhood dog it's still in a box and, and you're we never like got around and to it. her leash or like her you know her um collar is like on the box and every once in a while like a, a nephew will like grab the box and everyone's like no no put down the box and it's i just don't know why why do we still have it we're just you know, it's, and it's not like, like in an urn it's in a box yeah. it's in the box the 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 vet gave it to you in yeah, no, it's in like a nice little box. Oh, a nice box. Nice box. But it's just one of those things where you're like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, you know, and then you try to explain to kids and you're like, they weren't even born when this yeah. dog existed. So, well, so I, I watched the video of, of them doing this ashes and, and while they mix it into the beer, one of the kids unsurprisingly says, drink it. And that's, listen, this is a little fucked up, but I, if I had my druthers, I don't think people would be into this. But I, if you're gonna, if I have ashes, drink me. Put a, just a little bit in everyone's beer. I, hopefully, I have enough friends so it doesn't affect the taste. Wait. But like, if we're if we're gonna get like really like poetic, I'm like, I want to be in you. But isn't that isn't that? Couldn't you get sick from that? Yeah, I don't think I, so. Like, These I'm are cooked. just a little, a little sprinkle. It's like it's like if something's a little charred on your steak. You I don't mean, get I sick would from if it. that was your wish. I would, I would, I would. I would drink some of you. Couldn't you like be baked into a cake or something? Something. That's oh, that's a good idea. Grit. But I would, <laughs> like, I would do whatever. I would eat some of you. I like that. Maybe a bake into a cake, and then like you go to the funeral, you eat the cake, and like people are like, "Eat the cake. It's really <laughs> eat the cake." No, you can't. You can't trick people <laughs> into eating you. You have to tell people they're eating you. Oh, what are you gonna do? I'm fucking dead. I'll I, trick whoever the I, fuck I, out. What are you gonna do? Get cancel me? No, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're gonna. That would you would it would it would not be. You have to tell people. But I think I think you'd be surprised how many people, if it was your wish, would eat you. I think there would be a certain degree of peer pressure if you're like the you're like you're not going to eat him at his own funeral. It's his funeral. Eat him. Yeah. Um, all right. Great. That's very. All right. So we're moving on to our our next headline. Um, uh, this is less of a headline. This is more. We had this thing. Oh, you saw this Oreo the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Oreo the cookie tweeted, trans people exist. Finally. Finally, <laughs> Oreo weighs it. We've been waiting. To enter the chat. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Now, I think the, the worst example of a company like it was SpaghettiO. I don't know if you remember this. SpaghettiO on Pearl Harbor Day did a picture of the SpaghettiO mascot. It was an O holding an American flag going like, remember Pearl Harbor <laughs> Day. Remember Pearl Harbor Day. So, oh. so Oreo... Well, I think what's, what I find unique about this, because like you know this is going to piss off uh, 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 transphobic conservative people, but at the same time, it's also not really saying anything. So I'm conf- is it 
this was clearly a response to the Marjorie Taylor Green thing. Is that is that why? I it guess was so. Done? That seems to be in the news. Marjorie was, Taylor Green is going out of her way. Yeah, going yeah. truly. It's uh, yes, but it is so. It's just fascinating to imagine the meeting of like of like someone a younger someone being like we should we should connect the dots for people <laughs> to Oreo and Marjorie Taylor Green being uh, transphobic. Uh, it's just very funny that journey of that. I'm of two minds. Where there's one where I'm like. Okay, people like Oreos. The people who people who are like trans people don't even exist. I'm like, yeah, you should have to deal with the fact that if you like Oreos, you have to deal with reality and yeah. trans people exist. If this is but who's who's seeing this and this is the awakening? Yeah. It just feels like this is a way for Oreo to be in the news. Who is? Who tweeted this? Oreo's not a person. Who who is saying this? Yeah, the unpaid intern, the CEO, they shouldn't. Yeah. These companies should only be tweeting sales because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I am so tired of having to like in the grocery store Corporations. Google like wait who who likes gay wait who hates gay somebody hates gays I can't buy from that like just yeah I, Goya shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up <laughs> like I just want them to like I. Everyone is entitled to their own political speech. That's America, freedom, blah, blah, blah. But like, as a company, shut the <laughs> That's fuck the up. First Amendment, exactly. Freedom, blah, blah, blah. Second <laughs> yeah. Amendment, own whatever guns you fucking want. Whatever. No, I, I mean, I, there should be limits on that, but whatever. Hey, um, whoa, hey, look, I'm trying hey, to get a yeah. wide <laughs> fan base here. We're already cutting off hey, a big whoa. chunk of audience by saying trans people exist. <laughs> um, and then, and then, and this shit is where, so Nilla Wafer, <laughs> someone made it, someone was like, oh, Nilla Wafer not waving it. And Nilla Wafer said, trans people not only exist, but are valued and loved by Nilla Wafers. That must be comforting to a trans youth to know that their parents may not love them, but Nilla Wafers is there for them. So they should go give the corporation money immediately. Yes. Did you see Patty Harrison? She changed her. um, I think it was Patty Harrison. She changed her handle to Chips Ahoy by Nabisco and was like, actually, trans people don't exist. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then and she I, just said like a bunch of crazy stuff and then they, they suspended her. <laughs> I, I bet you, I bet you Chips Ahoy, their sales go through the roof from like conservatives. <laughs> I feel like conservatives will, and again, this is generalizing, conservatives are more likely to buy a product that they think supports their views like liberals, I think they you, love it. Yeah, they, uh, but yeah. I imagine there's plenty of liberals being like, "We're getting Oreos." Mm. We're I mean, gonna... I love Oreo. Like, I, straight up, I'll I'll eat a sleeve of Oreos right now. Yeah. If, you get to t- if you tell me that I get to be a good person for it, please. What What do you Oreos or, or Nilla wafers? Oh, Oreos for sure. And is this because they made a softer statement on trans people, or you no. like the taste more? <laughs> no, 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 the taste. Nilla wafers are, you know, if they're there, if they're available, yeah. I'll they're eat them. They're good for a banana pudding, but not much yes. else. Like that's mm. no, thank you. Is there is there uh this is I guess I don't have an answer for this, but is there a, a brand or a thing that you won't eat or buy based on? Thank like, God I never liked I never was into Chick Fil A, but that seemed to be a yeah. real struggle for it's not a lot as of available people here. I mean, it is no, now. No, I'm it from, is now. I'm from the South, and there were Chick Fil A's all over the place, and my mom loves Chick Fil A. Yeah. Have one of the best kids' meals in the business where you can get six nuggets, uh, a side thing of fries, and a drink, but you can turn in the fries to get a salad and you can turn in the toy to get an ice cream. Wow. All that on you could turn bucks. in the toy to yeah, get, to get more nice food, soft serve ice good. cream, and uh, yeah, that was like a harder one, 
Yeah. Did, uh, did you stop? Did you feel like I'm going to stop I this? I totally stopped. I totally stopped. Uh, and now that I like the Popeye's chicken sandwich more, it's much mm, easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was hard. I, I love, there are some Goya products that like no one else makes them in as many stores. Mm-hmm. And so like, I've just been like, well, I guess I can't get my Maria cookies anymore. Like, so Kenise, you're really, you are really following when, when the liberals say, don't do this. You are, you're on board. I'm like, well, I don't want them to have my money. Fuck them. But all these corporations are bad. They're all bad. Yeah, I mean, I use Dove soap and Unilever was founded on like oppressing the people of the Congo. I know that. But it's the only soap that works for my skin. I hear. I think I think the problem when I see these things, it, I get so there's so many conservative comedians who like love. There was one guy. There was that Christian guy, uh, like super Christian comedian who got in trouble for like offering free tickets if women would cheat on their husbands with them. Oh and so he like God. went away for two, th- three months and then he yeah. came back and he full on like rebranded himself. It's amazing when you really see it. They, yeah. they always said like that Louis C.K. went like alt right and it wasn't quite true. But this guy like went like. He so his video and it went viral on conservative Twitter where he went to the grocery store and this was with the like Aunt Jemima like the or the the butter they got rid of the, yeah. the Native American woman like and he was like oh uh, uh, Mrs uh, what's what's a product with a gender in it but he just go around like oh you're canceled he went around the grocery store with a camera oh oh Mrs you're canceled. And I just, oh I hate that comedy. I, yeah. I hate, I would love, uh, you're going to the grocery oh. store with your family. You're just trying to get dinner. And there's some guy being like, oh, well, one second before you cross the aisle. Yeah. You canceled. <laughs> and conservatives get so excited. There it really seems, like, I mean, liberals do the, the clapter, but conservatives really have the thing where like, if they agree with something, it's funny. And it's like, well, it's yeah. not funny. You just agree with it. Like it's Ted Cruz at, at is it CPAC? Is that what it's called? CPAC? Yeah. I think yeah. I, I, I'm just like none of this is funny. No. Wait, was that recent? Yeah, he he was at yeah. CPAC I didn't and he see got it. a lot of trouble because he was like he was like, I love Orlando. It's no Cancun. Oh. Uh-huh. And people were like, people are dying yeah, right absolutely. now. Yeah. I hate it all. I, I, I keep trying to be measured because I know liberals and now that Biden, we see Biden's doing fucking everything under different names. Yeah. But it's hard. You see some of this CPAC stuff and you're like, but they're really bad. Dude, yeah, they really. fucking suck. And I'm happy that at least they're not the president, even though they are scheming to take away all of our voting rights. Um, yeah, I do. I just genuinely hope something bad happens to them. And like I was raised a Christian, like a good Southern Christian woman. And it hurts me to feel this way about someone. But I'm like, can't there be a disease that spreads through race? <laughs> Products or something. Yeah. Case, like, we're literally them. living through that exact disease that you're talking about. <laughs> Sounds like you prayed for this pandemic, oh, being no. honest. <laughs> no, I just mean like take those Trump teddy bears that they sell and then like, oh, we find out that they're packed with like sickness and then we they send them out and then they all get sick. Is that I what do you say? What are you about to ask me? Is that what? Is that evil? Is that is that evil? I think that's the difference. Is that you're like? Is that is that evil? That. Is that so genocide we, so, evil? So wait, 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 wait! You're saying we can't do that? Is what you're saying? Okay. Um, I just want to clarify what you said. Okay. Sure. No, no, that's that's great. I'm just gonna um, pull that clip for, <laughs> to advertise this episode. So. um uh, this last, uh, we're going to skip this last headline. It's just Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen are making a podcast. And Kenise, you've had a, how long have you been doing your podcast? I have been doing some version of my podcast for eight years. 
Fuck, so I'm not going to be on The Tonight Show for eight fucking years? <laughs> oh. You think my podcast had anything to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was it cool, though? Because part of the thing, Jimmy Fallon held up a picture of your podcast and said, listen to the... Have you have you released an episode since? Like, was there a numbers bump? Episode, like, as it was coming out, I don't think that there's much of... Like, there was a small numbers bump, but it's very funny to me that, like... He's directing people to me being like, I don't know, man, threesomes are like, <laughs> it's, like it's like so stupid. <laughs> but okay, sure. That's what I wanted to promote. That's I'm it. very curious what the bump is, though. Like, yeah. because that, that does feel big. That yeah. feels big. They do that with comedians sometimes where they're, they, uh, they'll be like, uh, the comedian you just saw will be performing at uh, Vinny's Chuckle Shack in Jersey <laughs> City. And I'm just so curious, like, did those shows sell out? Did it result in two ticket sales? Or did it not make a difference at all? I made a little bit of difference. I'd say uh, listenership is, I'm sorry, I was able to pull it up. Listenership is up about 30%. For this wow, so four that's people good. this time. That's fantastic. Four, four people, yeah. I uh that's amazing. You've been doing a podcast that long. It's been in like different incantation or incarnation, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh so it started off as person about town, and I would take someone to their favorite place and I would interview them at that place. Oh, and that cool. was like most of it. And then I want to say Four years ago, Rohan was like, we have great conversations about dating on Gchat. Let's try one out. And then everyone liked those episodes more. So we've just been doing that since. Do you and Rohan ever go on a date? Is there nothing no. there? No. There's nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> that's that's, that's why we're great friends, because there was never anything. Sure. I agree. I've... I've, I've... I've had... I mean, I have more... I'd say I have more female friends than male friends. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's usually there has to be nothing there, but every once in a while, you know, you're you're together and there's something in the air. You feel it in the air and you're like, could we? Rohan, I've seen him. There's a. You've seen him what? It, like, I, I, this is a person who I love, who I will be there to defend to the end. But, like, seeing someone's, like, growth around an area still means that you saw them at the beginning of that growth mm. period. And so there's, like, a part of me that will never not see that included in who he is. And so I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Like, you're lovely. And I want not Like, his girlfriend's one of the coolest chicks I've ever met. Like, so happy for them. But I don't feel that way towards Rowan at all. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, all right, we're Wait, did we talk? We, so we didnn't talk about. We're not talking about. Bruce well, what do you do? What do you want to say? Is it? It's, no, I just I think it's nothing, shitty. It's just I do like, think it's funny that the same week that you decided to start a podcast with me, <laughs> Barack Obama and Bruce oh, Springsteen. I mean, that's a brutal. That's a. That's a. We're like John Mark is like I got a good idea, and then Barack Obama was like I got a good idea, and I'm not saying they're both bad or good ideas, but it's just funny. I, I really, I mean, I'm nervous about the podcast. I, I, maybe I'll have Barack as a guest to help him promote his podcast. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to hear Bruce and Barack talk about like the how, what kind of relatable conversation are they? What is strange? Who's oh, you know the two things I love in life: Bruce, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, and former President Barack Obama. <laughs> These are my two favorite things. It does feel like it's missing. There's a third something needs to be there. Yeah. Like someone else, like Paulie that's Shore, not, yeah, Barack Obama, like something like a <laughs> little bit weirder. Like Paulie Shore, yeah. yeah. It just feels like okay. We know that men aged sixty to forty-five need to listen to more podcasts. Let's get mm, two guys. Yes, 
Uh, but people, not people who think too much about politics, people who think about it enough to be like, I think I'm a good person, maybe. I'm not like, I'm not a terrible conservative. Uh, yeah, just throw these two people on a fucking thing and let's print money. That's yeah. It. That's like what they, they had a meeting, they wrote down two names, they were like, fuck, fuck, oh, yeah, let's make it happen. So much money, I'm sure. Now, Michelle Obama has a podcast too. Yes. I just, I just, it's these politicians, politicians in general, I know Michelle Obama's not a politician, but politicians, I don't know, it's just, it's just so much, it's so much, I mean, like, I, I hear about Obama, like, a perfect amount, Yeah. I think, to, like, still be cool with Obama, Yeah. and now it's, like, a podcast, I don't know, because Trump's gonna have a podcast soon, and Ted Cruz is gonna have a podcast, Mike Pence is starting a podcast! No, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. These are people who are too controlled. The fun of the podcast is you don't know what they're going to say. But these people have such yeah. ways of talking, agendas to maintain in businesses that they are the head of, that they're never going to say, like, actually, when I was fucking Michelle, that's just not going to, it's not going to, you're not going to get that fun thing, that exposure. That, what the hell? Why? Wouldn't Why? it be funny if Mike Pence was really funny, though, on his podcast? Like, all of a sudden, he was just, like, very surprising. I don't think he is. I just, it's crazy that he's gonna have a podcast. Because yeah. I, I, he, he, he used to be a radio guy. He went through a really? phase. Because like when, he, when he was vice president, he was super controlled. I mean, truly, zero charisma. But he used to be, like, a Rush Limbaugh-ish. Like, and he had hard opinions, and he'd weigh in on, like, he said, like, Mulan was making people gay i forget what his mulan complaint was but <laughs> the new one the new one or like the, the old, old one the original one. like yeah, he was you just see those you see those drawn muscly soldiers and you're just gonna want to fuck a god but like, you're totally just... right like that's why pod, that's why podcasts in general are dangerous because you're creating content and that's why like i, I would I, I hope not to be too political because part of it's like i'm just talking off the cuff and if you're going to add a hard point of view about something that's important you're you're just gonna fuck up and so I'm sure Obama and Bruce, I'm sure they have to stop all the time. And Barack has to put it on mute. He's like, so I was fucking Michelle last night. It was really fucking <laughs> it was wild. And Bruce was like, oh, shit. I don't know. Bruce probably got some great fuck stories. Probably. Bruce is I probably. Think he, hasn't he been with the same the woman for a long time? Same person. That doesn't mean you don't have good fuck stories. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Just because you're monogamous Listen. doesn't mean. Canise, <laughs> do you want to relate? Because you date so much. Are you dating with the goal of having a, 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 a partner or do you enjoy this life that you lead? <laughs> That is, you did. Do you enjoy? Yeah. Do you Are you enjoying this? This life that you. <laughs> it sounds so. You better. Yeah, yeah. It sounded. It sounded weird. <laughs> um, I would like to more than I want to find a person. I want to find the right person. And so, if I have to go through a lot of people to find the right person, fine. But I, my nightmare is to settle down with the wrong person. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Russell told me right before it was the day of his wedding, he said, there's no such thing as the right person. You just have to... Oh, I did not say that. That was part of your vows, I think. for my marriage today? (laughs) I had... I have a friend, our friend, our friend Douglas, he told me once, he said, listen, you just got to find someone whose smell you like. And when I was in my 20s, he told me this when I was like 28 or 29, I was like, that's so not romantic. And now that I'm 32, I'm just like... (laughs) To everyone I meet, I'm like, that's it? Someone whose smell you like. When I was in high school, okay, there's two brief stories. I know that we have to wrap up for time. But when I was in high school, my environmental science teacher, who was like the advice, I was the president of the environmental science club, whatever. She was like, Kenise, 
You're talking a lot about boyfriends. Never marry. If you can think of a reason not to marry someone, don't fucking marry him. Never get married. <laughs> and so that was high school. And then in middle school, one of our, like the choir teacher, like her name was Mrs. Tallman. The S on Mrs. fell off. So someone was like, ha Mr. Tallman. Her, she went white as a ghost and then like closed the door and was like, if you ever see this man, if you ever see this man around here, I need you guys to get security. Da, 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 da. Just so you know, ladies living with a man, if he asks you to marry him, it's not exactly the same. It's different. <laughs> it's <just> like- <laughs> oh my God. And that was choir in, oh, that had to be eighth grade. And I was like, Okay, taking notes. Don't get okay. <laughs> um, all right, we're moving on to our oh, what my next segment. This is a no. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Do you hear that one more time? This has got to stop. This has got to stop. <laughs> Welcome back to this has got to stop. I'm very. Uh, this is I think my favorite segment of uh, we're, we're going to do. This has got to stop. Um, let's see, uh, Kanice, do you want to start? Do you have a this has got to stop? Something that needs to stop. Um, come to me after. <laughs> okay, we'll come to you after. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of I, these things. It's one of these things. I, I just know it, well, we had Matthew Broussard for the first episode, and uh, I, of course he he said social media has got to stop, and I really I had to really push. I was like, come on, we got to get a little more specific. <laughs> yeah, than that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you got one? Because I got one. I have a quick one. It is. Um, it's very specific, and it might not be uh, this week in general, but this has got to stop. John Marco, you are you, you the tweets that you like. Sometimes it's like. Every I swear anyone that's ever posted, uh, I just lost my father today to COVID. John Marco finds a way to like the tweet, and uh, it's a constant reminder for me that sad, awful things are happening hourly. And I don't know how you find them. I don't know how you. I don't seek them out. I don't know how you <laughs> find every single tweet that is like that. That like, oh, my mom just died ten There's minutes a lot ago. Of them and right now. I know, and I'm not. Those tweets need to be out there. I'm, I, I, you have great empathy, and you are reacting in the time. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I guess I don't follow enough things. It's like I will when I go on Twitter. I'm just like, how many John Marco likes of <laughs> terrible COVID information? Well, that's what's going to be that's on the there. Problem with Twitter, I said what's Twitter? It's like uh, uh, funny joke, funny joke. My dad just died. Like Twitter is like, and you like. Every like my dad thing, <laughs> and you need to, you need to, you, you can't. I guess if you follow someone and they post that, you, you they need you some you need reaction to. I mean, yeah. you do see, and then if you see, if you see like someone whose dad died and it only has like twelve likes, you're like, well, oh, fuck, uh, they, they they had a bad tweet too. <laughs> I, but my that's that's God. the problem with Twitter. I think it's such a weird experience because it truly is like you're reading the comic book section of a newspaper, and then it's like obituaries right under Garfield, and it's just yeah. like a real visceral back and forth. How do you feel about this? things and i go to twitter to, for for comedy basically and then you see yeah. these posts and you're like yeah oh boy um that, that i okay i'm gonna thank you so anyone who loses their parent if i don't no. like it it's to help my no, friend russell i not want feel a momentary <laughs> moment of sadness no 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 no. i want you to tweet everything um sorry um, okay, my my this has got to stop. Uh, the term on the spectrum, the term on the spectrum is uh, it's getting used quite loosely these days. I, I I am also guilty of this, where it feels like if anyone's slightly awkward, maybe they don't enjoy talking to you. You're like, oh boy, that guy's really on the spectrum. And I'm like, it has become this like universal term for anyone that's kind of awkward, as opposed to talking about being on the spectrum, which is a a, a real term and refers to people like so people will be like oh my boss he yelled at me for being 30 minutes late i think he's on the spectrum my mom said this about my stepdad all the time like he's on the spectrum and to be 
fair, I think he's on the spectrum. But <laughs> I, I just think that the, the, the term has become so loose that yeah. it's... Without uh, a diagnosis, it's, yeah, it, it's used a lot. Yeah, and I think... I, I think I, I mentioned this where I was I was dating someone with with uh, ADHD and I I did the thing that a lot of people do I'm like oh, I have ADHD and maybe I do have a psychology is obviously very complicated and the terms are not these terms are devised in a room and people lobby for terms the same way with politics sometimes but she said she said how many times have you lost your phone and I said oh, never and she said I've lost my phone twenty times and I was like oh okay well there's kind of a a general test. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> that that her ADHD is so like intense that she's always like can't focus and can't remember or like her mind's scattered that she's constantly losing things. So for me to claim ADHD, look, Russell's just like ADHD is bullshit. No, 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 <laughs> that's not what I was reacting to. I mean, I just, have you ever used the term on the spectrum to describe someone? Uh, well, I worked with I, I worked with kids on the. On the autism spectrum. <laughs> uh, Are you just saying that because they were slightly awkward, Russell? No, I was like, no, you know, yes, like, I understand. Yeah. So, um, so yes, I've used it in terms of like my work with people who've been diagnosed. I mean, have you ever used it not but, in a literal? Have you ever used it in the casual way people do? Um, yeah, I'm sure I have. I don't throw it out there a lot, but I'm sure at some point I have. But it is something that's hard to do because it, it's a medical diagnosis, and 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 yeah. and I do think that sometimes too, it's not even just like that. Even if they're awkward, it sometimes it's like someone does something that's kind of an asshole thing like in terms of like not caring about how you're gonna react or, or kind of being rude in a moment and sometimes that's when i think it's kind of a difficult because you're like you're giving a medical diagnosis and but you can't tell if it's a real thing that someone was yeah or someone was just being an asshole in a moment you know and we do it with presidents i mean we did it with trump we, we said all sorts of things uh we, people do it with biden they say he has dementia and all these i mean people love we just love to do it. We just love to use it. And, and we're, we're like very mental health positive until we use it to describe someone we don't like. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I love Daniel. He's on the spectrum, I think. I love it. It's, yeah. always, it's always a negative. It's always a negative thing. As opposed to like, oh, wow, Daniel's. Oh, my God. Daniel figured out the tip so fast. He must be on the spectrum. It's never like that. <laughs> no, no. Kenise, <laughs> have you ever used the term on the spectrum? Uh, only to describe a boyfriend who was, in fact, on the spectrum. Okay, that's good. You guys are are good people. Maybe this is my problem. <laughs> Kenise, you got to This has got to stop. Uh, a dating thing. Ass, oh, go ahead. No, not a dating thing. This is like so. I th this is something I do to myself. I read the comments for any video that's posted about me. I read all the comments. Oh, of course, brutal. Every so hard. Fucking one, and then like a. I should stop doing that. So that's like part like one a of it uh can you gotta stop reading the comments but people writing whole ass paragraphs mm. as a comment and to say that you don't like me bitch you love me who else would take the time to sit here and dissect everything that i'm doing yeah you now do, are you able to really turn it because like i could say that and I, I've had, especially on Reddit, I put jokes on Reddit. And, like, I could say to myself, oh, they wrote a lot. They must love me. But inside, I'm not feeling good. Does it I'm, hurt your feelings? There are some things that I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting that that's the thing that they pick at. Like, the, I hadn't thought of that. But, like, at this point, I've seen every insult about my appearance. Like, it being compared to looking like all sorts of people. Da -da 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 -da. Um, I've heard that I'm not funny. Like, I've heard that I'm, like, bad at my job. Like, I've heard every version of it at this point. So now it's just like, wow. Instead of, like, 
it's more hurtful, honestly, to have someone just be like, this bitch sucks. Like, that's more hurtful than like, okay, so what she doesn't understand about comedy from me, a complete fucking non-comedian is that she's got to do this and then she's got to do it's like how many times did you watch my fucking video to dissect it yeah. this much like you i don't know what i'm doing for you but it's clearly something that you decided to waste like an hour of your yeah. day doing this what hurts your feelings the most is it the not for, for me it's it's not funny or someone was like hack or like that's my sensitive everyone on tiktok keeps saying i look jaundiced and i think it's the ring light <laughs> i've got it i mean like I mean, like every video, I get one jaundiced comment, and that's that's okay. I'd rather be jaundiced than not funny. Yeah, I had one person. I, I posted a joke. They said, uh, "Don't do this one on stage," and I was like, "It ruined my day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're What's, you're bad at that, or not? Yeah, like, no, you're, no, like I'm, you're you get hurt easily. You know, I'm gonna hurt you after this. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I love you. I'm, let I'm me pull saying. up my favorite comments from your video. Can you say? I wrote them all down here. <laughs> what? Which which ones hurt your feelings? Do the appearance one hurt? Do the sucks one hurt? You tweeted about one, right? Was it was it you tweeted about it? Was it George yeah. Costanza? Yeah, they're like no, because it was a, for me. It's funny because at first when like I do videos for Vice, at first it was all like this is what why is Hannibal in drag? Like why is Hannibal Burris in drag? Oh like, boy, like oh boy. But then it's like oh like we are making progress as a country on race because they've stopped just comparing me to black men. Now they're also saying that I look like white men. Like they're also saying that I look hey. like George Costanza. So what a, what a great, what a great time in this country. I can't even imagine. I mean, I think I, I just, I know as a man, I, as a white man, like my comments are truly, I don't get the vitriol. Like yeah. you're just getting people coming from all sorts of yeah. angles, and yeah, it's gotta like, be you. You existing on video means that it was affirmative action, and you're taking someone else's job. And I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> someone else is gonna come up here and do jokes about Harriet Tubman, bitch. Okay, <laughs> I did apply sure. for that. I uh, my Harriet Tubman packet did not go through. I there is that thing you keep. I constantly say to myself, I'm like, people who write comments are not people I care about. Who <laughs> writes... Who, it's an insane most- thing to imagine. Like, when you see articles on news things on Facebook or it, the thousands of comments, it's insane. You're like... the. How, who are these people? And every once in a while, you'll see someone that you actually know responding to a Business Insider article, and you're like, "What are you doing that for? Like, it's a, it's it's wild. It's wild." And you're like, when people are like, "How did Trump win?" You're like, "Because thousands of people are commenting on YouTube videos and and things, and it's 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 so wild that it happens because I I've never I don't think I've ever." I don't know. I don't. Maybe I have. But you, I, you left a comment on uh, Kinesis video about <laughs> no. George Costanza, I think. Yeah. But other than what that, a reveal. <laughs> it's it's also one thing that was really nice about the Valentine thing. And I know that I shouldn't read comments. I know that. But to read the comments, and when someone said something mean, it would often be someone I know, and occasionally sometimes someone I didn't know, being like, "Fuck you! You're a fucking loser! <laughs> like oh. you don't know what you're talking about. She's great." And I'm like. Oh, that's nice. That's what you do hope. You do hope eventually you reach enough fans that they kind of defend you, that they kind of will comment. Why don't you go shut the fuck up? Yeah. But that's that's a long way. That's eight years of this podcast away from me. (laughs) Um, All right. We're going to go to our final, final segment. Uh, Please be the right button. 
your blessing. This is you better uh, you better count. Or this is called uh, count your blessing, um, uh, where we uh, we've we've been pretty negative this whole time. I feel very sad, and so we're gonna say one one thing that we're we're grateful for. Uh, we'll try to be specific. I'll, I'll start this off. I I um I went to uh, a bathroom last night. And uh, they had uh, this because of coronavirus. Don't what? <laughs> I took a really, I took a nice, nice dump. Uh, no, uh, as I was leaving, I always hate the the door. You wash your hands, mm-hmm. and I've been washing my hands a lot because of I was not. If I peed before, and I didn't touch anything, I'm not washing my hands. But okay, let's focus. I the, uh, for the door handle, they had this new thing that I'd never seen before by the bottom of the door. It was kind of where you could put your foot on it to open the door. And you're like, finally. There's yeah. so many times you you wash your hands. I know you're supposed to hold the towel to open it and then throw it. Trash can is not always nearby. Yeah. Yeah. A lot forget. of places have like gone for like hand dryers and stuff. So like, yeah, what Exactly. Yeah. And so you're touching this door and you're like, there's shit all over this door handle. We've Definitely. wasted the whole, the whole thing. And I thought, you know, coronavirus... It was tough for a lot of people, but at least we got this out of it. We finally figured out, oh, let's use our feet. I'd like to use my feet more often throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. It makes me feel kind of more like in tune with my body. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm sure eventually, you know, people in wheelchairs cannot use this and that's going to be, that's going right. to be, they're going to have to come up with a thing where you hook your wheelchair to it. But I'm very grateful. I was grateful for that. And I hope that's an invention we keep around. Um, uh, Russell, do you have something you're grateful for? Uh, come back to me. Okay, great. All right. Uh, I am. I just moved, and the grocery store that is now closest to my home has good rotisserie chickens. I love a good Ooh, rotisserie chicken. I yeah. love. Now, let me ask you, because well, I used to be near a Whole Foods. I haven't had a rotisserie chicken in a while, but I, I eat it off the chicken. Yes. I eat it. I mean, it's disgusting. Are you, are you eating the whole chicken in one sitting? No, I'm not eating a whole chicken in one sitting. I spread it over, like, I mean, maybe that's what you do, and there's no judgment there. But it's like I make wraps, I make salads, I, like, okay. have it over the course of a few days. See, oh. I, even if I eat half the chicken, I eat it. It's not moving to a plate. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going yes. right out that, oh, it's a delicious. How much, how much do they cost there? Uh, $6.99. $6.99. That's a good deal. No, I think it's Costco has the one that's, like, super cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've never really used it as an adult. I only used it with my mom when I was younger, but I want to live near a Costco. Oh my gosh. I want to get like 10 pounds of beans. I fucking love it. 10 pounds of beans. Only if they're Goya. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got, I thought of mine. Russell. Yes. Um, I'm, uh, what is the count my blessings? Um, um counting my count blessings. Your, count your blessings. Count, count singular. Count my blessings. That's kind of the whole joke. My, uh, okay. I, um, my dog was pooping a lot. Mm. And uh, so I was having to take him out a lot more than normal. And that's not a big deal, but it was a little annoying. And also when he was pooping, he was getting an erection. And so really? we, we were kind he's of not, concerned. Not castrated. Not castrated. Castra- uh, castrated? He's fixed. Fixed. Or, well, you know, what's castrated? Castrated. I don't know if that's the term. Yeah, it, that's the term. You no, castrated at, is a term, but they're not chopping. The we're dog not chopping the off. dog. My dog still has a dick. Yeah, they take the balls away. That is that's yes. castration. No, that's neutering. That's neutering. Castration is taking the whole dick. Yeah, I think so. Isn't that what Bob Barker said at the end of the show? He said, "Castrate your pets." No, no. <laughs> he said, spay, spay and neuter your pets. Okay. <laughs> um. No. So he's neutered, but he still has a dick. And so, how he, big is this boner we're talking? upsetting he's a, he's a, he's he has a good dick for a dog 
Um, and uh, so whose measurement? To <laughs> do you ever take a dollar bill and like see how many dog. inches it is? Uh, um, he is bigger than yours. No, listen. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about my dog's dick, but I will say he, he was getting a boner while he was pooping. It's, n- it's not ideal. It's not ideal. And so uh, we were like, is, is something going on with him? He's pooping more and he's getting a boner. And then uh, now it's, he's back to regular uh, seemingly and is feeling better and not getting a boner when he poops. So uh, that is, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a boner while you pooped? Not that I can remember. Definitely not a full. I never a full on. Full not on, because, oh, shit, take care of this too? certainly not because I was pooping. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, like there's because a weird pushing thing that's happening. There definitely, they're, 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 they're there like, really is a lot of yeah. buttons next to each other, and sometimes yeah, I was like, your prostate's yeah. right there. Like, yeah, maybe his prostate was inflamed or something. Yeah, just was like hitting it. <sighs> Poor right? guy. Poor guy. I think because your Tonight Show set one of one of your jokes. It's a very good joke about people who name their dogs. Uh, human names would have been comfortable with owning slaves, which means Russell would be very comfortable with owning slaves because his dog's name is Hennessy. Hennessy. Uh, that's his given name was you know he we got him when he was seven or eight and he already yeah. had the name. We felt. And what's your cat's name? You know, are you going to bring up this every time? <laughs> on every name, his cat's name is Louie. Every every Louis, single podcast episode. <laughs> Louis C.K. I like the name. I liked the name Get too. Get the fuck out of here. It's a fun name. His dog's his his dog's name used to be Woody, and no. I said Russell. You can't have a you can't have them okay, all this, named after. This is the last episode offender. you can bring you're, you're, up my fucking cat's name. <laughs> <laughs> you're branding me as like this Louis C.K. Um, it's okay. Zealot. Uh, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was. Episode two of the downside. Kenise Mobley, uh, tell what people tell where they can find you, what you want them to do. Okay. So you can find me at Kenise Mobley on all the platforms. Website is KeniseMobley.com. I've got the Love About Town podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcast, and a show on Instagram called Make Yourself Cry, where guests come on, show me what makes them cry, and see if me, a notoriously bad crier, will cry as well. <laughs> have you ever cried on the show? I have cried several times on the show. What, really? what did it for you? What was your, your soft spot? Uh, so, and I just didn't tell her the movies. There's only four movies that really make me cry. And I didn't tell her what those were, but she just on her own picked one of them. And it's Paddington two. the end of Paddington two gets me every fucking time. And so I'm just like bawling on Instagram and we're chatting about it. I gotta oh watch my God. I, movies. I love the, I love the, I gotta watch your show. It's a I great, love, it's one of those premises such a great I saw idea. and I was like, fuck, why didn't I fucking <laughs> think of this fucking premise? I, I'm notoriously showing my wife something that made me cry late at night the night before and um then i show her without any context she is like not the whole movie to back up anything <laughs> yeah. or like the whole tv show it's just like the scene and i'm the just Terminator like going watch into this the scene and she's like yeah and i'm like i'm like and i'm like really crying again um oh man i love that that's a great idea for a show the the woman i'm seeing right now i've talked to her about it like she likes I cry during movies. I think I cry during movies. Ah, oh, we both cry at different things. But she, um, I think she likes when I cry. But what happens is I start crying and she turns and starts like staring at me and it makes me feel self-conscious. Yeah. And I, I kind of yeah. had a thing where I was like, please stop <laughs> looking at me when I'm crying because it's that and it's like emotional that I feel like now I feel self-conscious. Oh. <sighs> well, this was, this was, oh, Russell, anything coming up for you? 
No. Okay, so I like that. <laughs> we're we're like finding our like little like recurring games, like yeah. me bringing up his cat's name is Louie. Every episode. <laughs> like it too. Well, all the test episodes too. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Well, check out my album. It's now on Pandora. It's Shelf Life. It's going to be on all the. I don't even know when this is coming out. I'm waiting for the network that airs you to finally start this. But it's coming out soon. <laughs> check out Kenny's Bubbly set. Um and and Vice right. Yeah, or that's so they sort of canceled it, but then they're like, mate, people actually like this. Oh, we don't know. So we I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm so I will sorry. I have other Vice content coming out, but who knows? Okay, good, good, good. I uh, Vice had a show for a while that got canceled too, right? Vice is figuring stuff out right now. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to Downside. We're going to let my good friend Douglas Goodhart take us out. Uh, and just uh, as a reminder, always, I always say this. Um, no, there's no such thing as happiness that isn't uh, it, that doesn't come from someone else having astounding amounts of no, pain. People are suffering every second in North Korea. Bye. John Marco. One, two, three. Thank you so much. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I'm going to let this fade out, and then we'll, we'll say the second goodbye.